Shalom Aleichem, and let us learn a Sikha Vayeshev Beis. If you've ever learned Gemara Saita, a lot of the topics will be familiar. Fundamentally, the Sikha is exploring where is Timna. In Parshas Vayeshev, we have the story in the fourth Aliyah that Yehuda Vayered Me'echav, he leaves his brothers, and he has the whole story with Tamar. And at some stage, it says by Yuga the Tamar, Tamar was informed that Hinei Chamich, your father-in-law, Eila Timna, says going up to Timna. And then she decides to trick him and basically seduce him and have children with him. Comes Rashi in the words Eila Timna, Samifarish, and says, Shimshan, regarding Shimshan, who I met, the Pasuk says, Vayedet Shimshan Timna, that Shimshan went down to Timna. Versus here, where it says Eila went up. And what's Rashi's answer? It was sitting on um, the slant of a mountain. Basically, it was in the middle of the mountain. Some people come up and some people go down, etc. Says Rashi, um, this stira of Vayerit Shimshon is already started this the stira is not from this pasuk it's from last pasuk because this is not the first time that it says Yehuda went is going up to Timna. last pasuk it says Timnasa. he went up to Timna. so why why are you not asking that and also rashi in general does not address something until you have a question on the location over here you don't have the question i never learned shimshin rashi follows the order that's one of the basic principles that was rashi says that Rashi will only assume that you know something from the past, but you didn't learn this yet. So if the student has no question because he hasn't learned Sefer Shaftim yet, why are you answering it here? And also, why does he have to use the words Uba Shimshon Hu by Shimshon said, you should just say, there in the, in, it also says by Yerit Shimshon Timnasa in a different place. What's Bashimshon Hu So regarding this question that there is a, there's a stira, there's an opposing idea. One place it says going up, one place it says going down. The Gemara and Saita, Dapyud, has three answers. Number one, Shimshain, whose story with Timna caused him to go down and disgraced, it says by Yerit. Yehuda, who was upgraded through the story, he had parrots and through that Mashiach and kings, etc., it's Aliyah. The other answer is Shtetimna is two different cities. One was at the bottom of the mountain and one was at the top. And the other answer, the third answer, is there was one Timna in the middle of a mountain. You could go up and you could go down. Rashi chooses the third one. Why is he choosing the third one? If it's the third one in Gemara, obviously it's not the best case scenario. Why is Rashi choosing the third? So what does the Rebbe explain beautifully? He's not really, Rashi is not coming here to explain why it says Aliyah by Yehuda and says Yerida by Shimshan. His question is more fundamental. Who cares that he's going up or down? Your, your, your father-in-law is coming. Doesn't make a difference if the incline is this way or this way. He's coming, okay? And she decides to make a plan now to get her, her father-in-law to be with her. But what's the incline of the, of the climb important to the story? In general, Hashem tells Avram, bring him up to Elah because Hashem is coming to say it will be on top of a mountain. But when Avram is actually taking him, it doesn't say he goes up, even though he was climbing a mountain. He says he took him. He went. And they came. 
Who cares? So why is the Torah having to tell you, Ali, especially already in the last Pasuk we know, Vayala Timna, that he came up to Timna. So we know that Timna is on the incline that the Torah wanted to tell us to us. So why does it have to say it again? Now, the previous time you could have answered that why does it say Vayal Timna? It was a spiritual aliyah. This is something that we saw in previous sikhs as well. Why would you say it's a spiritual aliyah? Because on the words by Yered Yehuda at the beginning of the aliyah, Rashi explained and said, they demoted him. He went down a level. So Vayal, you can then say, is the counter to that. He was now re-upgraded through this story. But that you can only say when the Torah is talking to third person. The Torah is telling you, Vayered, he was demoted. Vayal, he was promoted. But over here, it's not talking about that. It's talking about a conversation, a message that's coming to Tamar, in which Tamar is being told, your father was coming. Your father was coming. It's not obviously talking about a spiritual upgrade. Why are people referring to his father's spiritual upgrade? It's talking about a factual reality. Why is it saying Aliyah? And that's how Rashi explains. Let me tell you about Shimshin. Why? Because by knowing what is Shimshin, that there is over there by Yerid, and over here is Ayla, now you're understanding the context is that the Torah is telling you that it was Bishipuahar in the middle of the mountain. And that is why it's important to know this in the story, because now that you know that Timna is in the top of the mountain, in the middle of the mountain, this affects the story because now Tamar knows where her father's coming from. If Timna's in the middle, and we're not telling you what direction he's coming from, up or down, she has no idea where to wait for him. Now she knows where he's coming from. Aha, so she said at the entrance to Timna, coming from the bottom. And that's why Rashi cannot use the other two answers that there was two Timnas, because then again, it's irrelevant why the Torah has to tell you Ailea. And the Torah, Rashi will not tell you the story about Shimshin Shinizganaba, that he was demoted, and Yehuda that was promoted, because that was already in the previous Vayal. So now we know why Rashi had to take this. However, the fact is, it's so unusual to build a city in the middle of a mountain. Like, why would you do it? The Rebbe actually goes into the technicality. Why would someone build a, a city on top of a mountain, even though it comes with cons? The cons of those city is you cannot build a strong economy there because it's hard to access. On the other hand, it has strong fortifications because in ancient warfare, today you could just bomb from the sky. But in ancient warfare, it made a big difference. If you have gravity on your side, you're on top of the mountain. Lucky you. You're fantastic. You're doing great. However, if you're on the bottom of the mountain, on the other hand, you might not have greatest fortification and security, but you have an economy. It's easy access. Why in the world would you build in the middle of the mountain? You could get clocked from both sides. So you would say to build a, a, a city in the middle of a mountain is extremely unusual. And therefore, Rashi comes and uses the words, My proof is that by Shimshon, it says many, many times, not just once that you could say it's a, a spiritual emotion. Many times it says, Vayered, Vayered, Vayered. And over here it says Vayal. So you must say that it was a middle of a mountain, even though it's extremely unusual. And, and the Reverend Naoris brings an example of another city that had such a situation. Even though it's not usual, that was the scenario. That's what was going on. What's a lesson we could learn? We've learned in another Pasuk, in a, sorry, we've learned in a mimer of the Fidik Rebbe, Dibra Maskul Zehayim. Tafle Sadeke, 19, 
35, he explains beautiful Nikudah, that you've always heard of as pop psychology, you didn't realize it's chassidus, that the Pasuk, it says, Mi Hashem, who could climb Hashem's mountain? We see over here that it refers to Avedas Hashem as a mountain. And over there, Chassidus explains that just like when a person climbs a mountain, you cannot stop in the middle because you're going to fall. You have to climb. If you're on the bottom of the mountain, great. If you're on top of the mountain, great. You could stay static. But if you're in the middle of the climb, you can't. So too, a yid cannot stop climbing because every single moment you're either going up or down, you have to climb. And this is focused on Hanukkah, which we're getting close to. Because if you didn't have on the second day from two to, from one to two, then you have not grown. And you want to do the mitzvah, you have to do it. Ah, you want to do the mitzvah the same level until yesterday, but you cannot do the mitzvah the same level as yesterday by doing it the same. To stay static, you have to grow. And that's where Rashi is coming and saying, sitting in the middle of the mountain. To tell us that you, when you're in the middle of a mountain, you cannot be static. You have to grow up and down. Just like Yehuda, staying on the middle of the mountain, being in the Timnah, it caused Peretz, which brings Peretz as a, the, the, the breakthrough. Simple Peretz get there. Mashiach. So to each and every one of us, when we stay vibrant and active, and rather than static, we can bring the Mashiach within our lives. <laughs>